Boys and girls, your attention, please. Presenting a new exciting radio program featuring the thrilling adventures of an amazing and incredible personality. Faster than an airplane, more powerful than a locomotive, impervious to bullets. Up in the sky, look, it's a bird, it's a plane. It's functioning geekaholics. <laughs> That's funny. Welcome to Functioning Geekaholics. This here. is Roll Call. So this is Sean from Nerdgasms.net. Kermit the Frog here. We have Kermit the Frog Steve. We have Jay from Geeks and Goddesses. Corey from TNC Comics. And Mega Collector Steve, who's going to have something to promote in the next couple of months. He Actually, I've that. Now. What's that? Uh, early September. Oh, that's, that's like next week. It's completed. Is Jay here? Jay? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Jay's the quiet one. He's like the sexy bad boy. <laughs> Except not sexy or bad boy. He's he'd, just quiet. He'd beat Dylan if this was 90210. <laughs> Except he doesn't have a five head. Aww. Aww. Jay's, Jay's, oh, Jay's got a nice forehead. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying, what's his face from 90210? That guy had a forehead that never quit. You have a very nice forehead, darling. Is he still around? What's his face? I, I saw him at uh, um, I saw him at Wizard World last year. Luke Perry. Yeah, Luke he was Perry. He was there with the other guy from the show. Jason Priestley. Jason Priestley. They were sitting there together, all alone, just the two of them. Like you know it, like it was broke back Wizard World. You know what's sad is those two were the heartthrobs of the show, and yet the only one that has work right now is Ian Zierling because of Sharknado. Sharknado. Mm-hmm. He signed on for Sharknado three. Of course he did. What else is he going to do? You got to ride that tornado. So what are we talking about in this week's episode? I heard I heard most of the budget for Sharknado went to the CGI to make Ian Zierling's career look like it was alive. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, I said that. How did they do with uh, what's her face from American Pie? Tara oh, Reid, titty girl. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the the footage or the pictures of her botched plastic surgery? That's the worst yeah. boob job ever. It's the worst everything job. Ugh, she looks like she got deflated. <laughs> she looks like an old balloon when you you know when you uh, blow up a balloon and you just let it leak out and then you see all the stretch marks on the balloon. That's really what she looks like. <laughs> Man, you are a ho- you are a horrible horrible person, Sean. Last week it was making fun of McFarland's fake teeth. This year it's poor Tara Reed's tatas. Well, that could be even worse. What if she is one of our 17 subscribers? What if she's crying right now? What have you done, Sean? Then she'll what probably if we go down to 16 subscribers. 16. Then you'll know. No, no, no. Then she then she will post it on Twitter about how angry she is, and more people listen to us. That's true. I don't think anybody listens to Tara Reed. That's true. Maybe but, I'll do like an ice bucket challenge for her for her boob <laughs> job. Did anybody see Fifty Cent's ice bucket challenge? No. No. no he 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 was he kept calling it ELS. Instead of ALS, and then and then he was like, "F a F a bucket of water." He's like, "I challenge Floyd Mayweather to read a Harry Potter book." <laughs> I think he might have lost his mind. There was a what was it? Paris Hilton when Nelson Mandela died tweeted out, um, "Your I have a dream speech was so inspiring." Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh. Well, who was you know, it? Barry Silton's a DJ now, I heard. I thought Barry it was BJ's. <laughs> hey That's funny. I was going to say, where's my sound effects? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what are we going to talk about in this episode? Let's talk about uh, odor-created uh, projects. <laughs> <laughs> I like S- sell the, it, Jay. the perfect stall. The perfect stall. Odor created um... something something projects. That was like, do you guys remember Space Ghost Coast to Coast? Yeah. That, that was that an ep- the talk show thing. Yeah, there was an episode where they had uh, Charlton Heston on, and they he's like that uh, Ten Commandments. That was a good movie. You thinking of making a sequel? And he's like, did <laughs> did they come up with more commandments? And then uh, one of the other guys goes, thou shalt not hesitate. And he's like, thou shalt shut up or thou shalt get blasted. <laughs> show was great. I'm ruining it. 
pretty much. He put in a Charlton Heston reference, though, so that's good. And, 50, and 15 subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay, where are you at? So, Jay, Jay where, are we, where are we going to talk about today? The uh, owner-created uh, projects. Holy shit, I thought you were saying odor-created, like you were farting or something. It sounded uh, like a boner-created, is what it sounded <laughs> to me. So then we went back it's, to Sarah uh, Reed. That's podcast all number hear, six. I think we all hear what we want to hear. That's right. kind of true. All right, so what, what owner-created projects you want to talk about, Jay? Well, specifically, let's talk about Corey's project. Yeah, um, I love Corey's project. I am very interested in Corey's project. He and Corey. Go for it. Okay. Um, right now, I am at the designing stage of trying to figure out how to fill an 80-page book. Um, I have well, let's all... Back, let's back it up quick. For people that okay. are listening to this that don't know what the hell TNC is, to give us give us what it is and and the story of it and where they can okay. look while they're they're listening to this. Okay, you T- can... TNA, it's TNC. So figure out what this is. <laughs> yeah, the... Uh, T- it's at Facebook backslash TNC Comics. You can look for it there or its own website at tnccomics.com. It's a weekly comic strip uh, about myself and my family, mostly just uh, playing me off as the idiot of the strip and uh, focusing on that. My wife didn't like it at first because I made her the butt of the jokes, but once I switched it to me being the dipshit, she was on board with it. <laughs> so it's it's mainly about my collecting habits and video games and acting like a child while she tries to rein me in and tries to get me to grow up, but it doesn't work out very well for her. It but, really uh, is the stuff that uh, other collectors have dealt with as well, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I get a lot. Yeah. That's the best part, though, is when I do a comic strip and someone's like, oh, that sounds just like me and my wife. She says the same thing, or I do the same thing, and she gets mad. And I'm like, yeah, it's because this is all based on true story. It's like the nature of geek guy and not geek woman. <laughs> it's basically just sums up all those relationships. Yeah, opposites attract, basically. But um, so that, that's a weekly comic comes out every Friday, and uh, we just completed our first year of TNC. So I'm looking to try to get a Kickstarter going to get it all added into a book, and as an added bonus, so people aren't just reading the stuff they read for the last year. I'm also trying to add new things to it, like uh, behind the scenes, showing each stage of the comic strip from script to coloring, um, exclusive strips that will only be in the book to entice people to uh, help out with the Kickstarter. And we're going to be doing added levels on the Kickstarter to include things such as uh, 8x10 prints, t-shirts, get yourself in the exclusive comic strips. So once you subscribe to, or help out at that rewards level, when you do get the book, you will actually be in the book. What, so right now, what right uh, now, what level would I have to pay to get adopted by your family? Um, I would say it's so much you would need a check, but I wouldn't take a check from you. So it's kind of one of those things where it's probably not going to happen. You can be the retarded little cousin that comes over and stays at the house, kind of like uh, oh, what was his name on the Brady Bunch? Cousin Oliver? Cousin Oliver. Oliver? Yeah, you can be Cousin Oliver. I'll be Cousin cool. Oliver. Goof, <laughs> goof, goofy, redheaded kid. Yeah. So, But right now I'm, I'm going out to um, publishing companies trying to find out what it would cost to have the books made. Uh, there's a drastic difference between color and black and white. Um, color is about 300% more than black and white strips. Wow. So... I got to deal with that. And then, of course, I hire an artist to do my comic strip, Eric Webb Graphics. So I have to figure out what he would charge to do the cover, um, the exclusive comics, and just artwork in general. The We're going to have two covers. One cover will be for people that donate to the Kickstarter project. And then after that, the books, whatever books I have left over, that would be for, like, conventions or giving away or what have you, would have a normal um, cover for them. 
So I'm trying really what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to entice people to donate to the Kickstarter as much as possible instead of waiting for it to be funded and then buying afterwards. Nice. That's cool. Ta da. So how did you how did you uh, get together with your artist? Um, I go to DeviantArt a lot of times just to look at fan art. And I came across Eric Webb there who did a lot. He is an 80s child, so he does a lot of Transformers and G.I. Joe artwork. And I commissioned him to do some Green Lantern artwork for me. And what I really like about him is his prices are really good. And he does live streaming, so you're able to actually watch him draw your artwork, which is, for me, the process is part of the fun. So watching him go from scratch to finish is pretty entertaining. Not even joking around, I actually hired him once to draw a picture of me, and I watched him live stream it. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, isn't it? It is, especially when he's drawing me. (laughs) Except he made made me look better and not as fat. Well, there's only only so much paper. (laughs) But... uh, But he also does his own comic strips from time to time, and I really liked his style. So I just went back and forth with him, asking him if he had the time and the desire and pricing and things like that. And we worked everything out, and he's been on for the entire year. I gave him uh, this month off. I gave him August off so he could relax and recharge his batteries. I've been doing guest artist work for the entire month. But he'll be back in September. He's already working on September's comic strips. So, so if he charges you to if he charges you to do each strip, do you get the originals or does he keep them, or does he do it digital? It's it's all digital. Digital. Yeah. So so with like that, printing the books and stuff like that, profit wise on that, does that need that go to him since you're commissioning him to do it, or no? Um, or you. Right now, what I'm what I'm just looking for is just to break even, just to get the books printed. If there is any profits, because I've commissioned them to do the artwork, the once artwork is in my hands, it's mine to do with whatever I want. So if I want to turn it into a book, um, it's my right according to our agreement. And cool. any prop, and if there are profits, not that I'm expecting any, but if there are profits, then they are mine. But I've always treated them really well. Um, you know, I gave him the month off this month, but I gave him the month off paid. I paid him wow. for uh, the four the four comics this month just as a thank you. You know, he's been really good. He's been on time. He's never been late. He works with me. Uh, he takes criticism very well. And really, we mesh really well together. So there's not too many editorial things that I need to do. I think in the 50 three 54 comic strips we did last year because Halloween was a bonus and then a couple of other ones. Um, I only had to ask him to change two things. And one of them was in the very first strip. So is he local to you or not? Unfortunately, no. He is in Pennsylvania, which You've met him is... at conventions before, right? I'm sorry? Have you met him at conventions? No, I haven't. I just made them through DeviantArt.com. But that's one of the drawbacks of doing this because I have no talent and I cannot draw. Um, we are reliant on emails. And so it's really difficult because you have to be careful with how you say because, you know, you can't really do tones in email. So if something yeah. comes off as, I'd like this changed, it's, you got to figure out how to say it without sounding demanding or asinine. I get in uh, trouble for that a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I always, and, I always say the written word leaves a lot to be interpreted. So Yeah, so that's a, that's a drawback to it. And the other drawback to it is when something is um, topical, I can't just sit down on myself and draw it out, whip it up, and have it up in a couple of, of hours. You know, like I couldn't do an Ice Bucket Challenge comic strip right now because by the time he fits it into his schedule to draw it out, It'll be a month later, and by then someone's moved on to other things. So there's a few drawbacks to it, but overall I couldn't be more happy with the artist that I got. Glad you finally said that he's not. I, th- I thought he was, like, local to you because I've every time I've dealt with him, I'm like, man, this guy gets up really early in the morning to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> or, or he's working really late. And it's, it's, he's on East Coast time. Well, he's on East Coast time for one, and for two, this is his job, Eric Webb Designs has been around for, I want to say, somewhere between three and five years. So he 
does this from sun up to sundown and even past sundown he's been up till midnight on his time doing live streaming for clients so he does it all day long it's just not a hobby thing so that's the drawback to it is his schedule is pretty packed because he is really talented and he is really available to his clients so his schedule is pretty packed so it's difficult to schedule time like impromptu hey can you whip this out uh, within the next day or two yeah well i just remember i got an email from him and and i i thought it was so it was must have been eight local time or quarter to eight local time and so it was i thought he was on west coast time and i was like man this guy's been up all night long doing this i'm like doesn't he sleep <laughs> makes more sense now it makes more yeah. sense that i saw that he was just at a uh the steel city con yes but that's also what I wanted to do, too. As much as I love San Diego, I want to try to hit different cons throughout the country. So I'm hoping I can find something in Pennsylvania next year where I can stop in. Does he just go local there, or does he travel around to places? I think we lost Corey. Oh, no. Corey, come back. Well, he was hogging the podcast anyway. But, yeah, while, while we're waiting, let's talk about Eric, Eric Webb Graphics. So uh, through Corey, I've gotten to, quote, unquote, know I use the quotes because it's only through the interwebs. But I got to know Eric, and he's done some stuff for me. He did, uh, when we finally talk about uh, my site, he did the the new logo character type thing for my site. I do a, another podcast. It's all about Chicago sports, and he, he did the logo for that. And then he he uh, he had an open slot for a drawing, and he, uh, he drew me, which he made me handsome and skinny. So I... For that, I should probably pay him a lot more. That's a good commission there. I know. <laughs> Do we have Corey back? Yes. All okay. right. Sorry, so you were asking something, Steve, to Corey? I don't know, was I? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, oh, what, I, was just stay, I was just saying that um, I wanted to hit up smaller cons so I could travel a little more because I wanted to come to Pittsburgh and see Eric Webb, and then I wanted to come to Chicago and meet up with you guys at C2E2. C2E2, it's pretty fun. Uh Another sure. good, another good one is Baltimore Comic Con. That's a yeah, that's a nice one. I'm that's actually headed the next to couple that weeks, one. Though. Yeah, I'm actually headed to that one uh, in a couple weeks. I haven't so. been in a I haven't been in a few years, but I always liked going there when I lived in Philly because it was it wasn't that far of a trip, and you could come in and it was it was a nice con. And um, I hear Steel City is pretty good. I'm really looking forward to San Diego Comic Con next weekend. I'm all ready to go. Got my tickets. San Diego, here I come. It's be fun. <laughs> I'm glad some of you guys go on. We'll see you there. Okay, cool. Uh, Good news is you'll be the first one in line. <laughs> you probably won't actually, be. That's the sad part. I was part. just going to say, actually, you probably won't be. You'll probably be about 100th in line. Right, will Twilight be there? If so, no, he's definitely Star- not first line. Star Wars will. Oh, Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. But I don't That's know. Are Star Wars people as crazy as Twilight people? With J.J. Abrams doing it, I would say so. I think they, I think they have a lot of faith in him, especially with what he's done with the Star Trek franchise. That I think uh, they'll be excited. And oh yeah, people fact, are excited, but I, I just think those Twilight people are insane. Well, yeah, I think. That thing, the, I think the Twilight uh, folks are. We don't kind of, line up. We don't line up because we want to have sex with J.J. Abrams. So there's the difference, I think. Well, speak for yourself, Steve. <laughs> I was going to say, don't you speak for me? <laughs> Whoa! I like go the ahead, cut go. of his jib. What? When can we expect the uh, Kickstarter to go online? Um, the Kickstarter, I believe, is going to start at the beginning of September because my birthday is October seventh, and I kind of wanted it to end around there so I could give myself hopefully have a nice birthday present and uh, that plus I have to figure out some of the reward programs and I guess it takes like a week or two for Kickstarter to approve your project you don't just get to post it and let it go then how did the stupid uh, make a potato salad thing get on there then I don't know I saw that too I, I see stupid stuff on there um, I want to order a pizza if you donate to it I'll take a picture of a slice for you. And those people get on there. But um, another friend that I know was attempting to get Kickstarter for his hot sauce company. And it kept getting delayed. He's like, I have to wait. Kickstarter hasn't approved my project yet. So I don't know. I'm just trying to give myself as much leeway. I'd rather 
say it comes out in September and have it start a week early rather than say it's coming out in August and have it start in September. Yeah. I, and there's another one on there that I think it just ended this week was a guy who was like, buy me a toy. He's like, <laughs> give me money so I can buy a toy. How much did you end up getting, Steve? Uh, it was about $47, and I uh, chose <laughs> to get the uh, new Axe Cop uh, and Wexter box set. Uh, Sweet. Good choice, though. <laughs> it was not me. So now because I'm curious, what you can you tell us anything about your project, Steve? Yeah. Uh, it should be submitted maybe now. I have to talk to the guy that's doing it with me. Uh, oh, guy's doing it with me. What? Uh, it's a uh, phone app for the iPhone, which sadly I do not have an iPhone, so I won't be able to play it uh, once it comes out. But if it does well, we're going to uh, release it to Android and stuff like that. Um, it's called Beatdowns Battleground. It is a mission-based app, basically uh, incorporating comic book characters, stuff like that, uh, where you start off as a you know, somehow getting your powers, doing menial tasks to gain more powers, build your costume, um, fight other people to gain, you know, uh, let's say you like uh, powers, strength, agility, stuff like that, uh, to help you beat other people that you fight. Your attributes. Yes, exactly. That's it. Would, uh, would this be a good game for me to play while I'm in the bathroom at work? Yes. Perfect. Yeah came up uh basically you keep going uh certain levels you need to team up with other people uh add friends to the game um team up together to uh beat other bosses in the game to continue that sort of stuff um it's a free app uh but there are you know you can pay to increase your attributes or pay to uh do other things um throughout the app but to download it and play it it's free um you can do all of it for free if you want to. Uh, now, question? Yeah. Is it something I can play solo, or do you have to play with other people? Uh, solo to a point, I think there are Basically certain... what Corey's asking you, if it's okay if he plays with him. Uh, yes. <laughs> it's... <laughs> all right, right, anyway. <laughs> focus, focus. Uh, you can play... Can play solo uh, to a point. Um, I believe he set it up to where certain things you have to add people. Uh, you know, we want to keep having people download it and stuff like that and get the word out about it. Um, what it is I've created, I came up with the idea a couple years ago and mentioned it to him, uh, my brother-in-law, Johnny, and he, uh, he does web development stuff and also does some other apps for a company. Um, started thinking about my idea started hashing out and his head a little bit, came back to me and said, hey, if you're serious about that, let's do it. Um, and basically we start out with six different characters, I think uh, six or eight. Uh, six of them you can start off with free, two of them you're paid characters. Uh, all of them created, illustrated, and drawn, colored, and all that stuff by me. Uh, so they're, all, they're all on there. Um, and then basically select a character based on what attributes you want start doing the missions, continue. Uh, one of the key things to it that I think will really take off for people like me that, uh, you know, when they were younger, loved comic books, still do, um, create, there's a lot of people that read comics that create their own characters. They sit in a sketchbook for years. Nobody ever does anything with them because they don't break into the business or whatever. Uh, same kind of thing with me. Uh, when I started this, I was like, the biggest problem is going to be coming up with all these new characters to put in this game. And then I thought, well, hell, I've got sketchbooks full of characters that I drew from high school on. So I dusted those off, pulled out a bunch of my characters that I never did anything with, and now they're going to be in this game, you know, freshened up the artwork, stuff like that, redid a bunch of them, uh, came up with backstories, and fit them in there. So these people that are playing it that... uh have their own character they you know fart man or whatever that they i'm you know, sorry howard stern that's actually something <laughs> no, copyright, copyright infringement right. baba boy's gonna come after you mention beatdowns battleground on the howard stern show uh but yeah it'll uh you'll be able to actually uh upload your own character to the game and play as that character and there will be a gallery 
um, of all the characters that are uploaded and stuff like that. And if it's something like, say, uh, Sean if you, or uh, Corey, if you wanted to throw in Corey from your strip, um, get advertisement for that, you could upload your, you know, cartoon strip character yep. on there. And, <laughs> you know, as people are going through the gallery, and then there will be a tagline that says, look for the character Corey in TNC Comics at, you know, blah, 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 every once a month. So we're weekly in TNC Comics. So um, it'll be something, I think, fun for people that have characters or creations that they never did anything with to throw it in there and be able to show it to people standing in line at conventions and be like, that's my guy, you know. I'm hoping it'll do good. When, and when is that supposed to come out? <laughs> uh, probably good. the week of September, I'd say. I'm sorry, um, what was that? First week of September, something like that. First or second week. I believe he submitted it, so I think like turnaround times like six, six to eight days or something like that before uh, Apple can approve it and release it. Very cool. Wow. So as soon as they release it, then you know I'll put out the Facebook page and all that stuff, and contact emails and all that stuff. But through the through the game, can you do like Candy Crush, where you're constantly bombarding your friends on Facebook and Twitter to <laughs> to get help? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure how that was set up. Um, I, I mean, I could see I could see where that's good for advertising, but it makes me want to smash the game because oh, I get yeah. stupid it Candy won't. Crush requests every day. It, it won't be like that. It'll be um, there's one aspect of it, like if you're in line at a comic convention and like you're playing it, and somebody's like, "Hey, I play that game too." You could actually each bring up your own character and then do basically like a live battle between each other. Um, to oh, earn cool. Points. Oh. So. Um, yeah, he was going to have it actually with a motion-based thing on there. Uh, but I said with that probably lead to a lot of broken phones where you're doing sword fighting and stuff like that while swinging your phone around. But <laughs> he, he hasn't put that in there yet for it. So <laughs> it's just basically like a live battle with the people that you're close to in the proximity. Or like I said, you can team up and, you know, beat one of the levels you're stuck on where you need to create a team of four or something like that to continue. So. How, how many levels are there, or how or does it recycle after a certain point? No, it's basically, it goes from, like I said, menial tasks like saving a cat in a tree, you know, like uh, stopping a burglar from stealing a purse, stuff like that, stuff that's easy to do to gain points for attributes. And then it gets to the bigger stuff like... Helping, a, helping an 800-pound man out of his apartment so he can get to his doctor's appointment. You have a doctor's appointment, Sean, or <laughs> whoa? Uh, you going dying on us there, buddy? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, to like stuff like uh, you know, there's space missions uh, where you go to space to stop like aliens from coming over, uh, all sorts of stuff like that. It's based around the world of comics, so anything that's been in like comics, you know, kind of the bigger threats, it'll do that, and then you get to the end where you have to battle beat down. And uh, fight the you know main boss of the game. I think there's three different bosses in the game, uh, but beat those you know to continue. And if it uh, does good, I, may, I actually thought about uh, launching something to have a prize pack for whoever actually beats the game first. I guess, but I don't know if I'll end up doing that or not. But then, can you add on more levels and things as more people play? Yeah, it'll it'll keep kind of growing based on that. Um, I have some characters created for um, like December time to add in there new characters, uh, like holiday things, stuff like that, and then to see how it goes, we'll go from there. You know, if three people download it, then it's not worth the effort. But <laughs> if it takes off, then we'll continue to add stuff to it. So. Hopefully, you, hopefully you get as big as the Flappy Birds guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey Steve, good yeah. question. Do you huh? see yourself um, with, if with with the game being successful? Do you see a, a web comic uh, with the characters, or do you see that you know down the road? Or a star I, or a Star Wars crossover? There you go. Exactly. Uh, we've already been notified for uh, Episode Eight, so. Um, Looking at that. <laughs> uh, I yeah, it's my hopes for it would be something to where uh, enough people like the characters, want to know more about them, maybe do like a two issue miniseries on each one kind of thing. Um, you know, I I'm probably not at the level of art that I could turn something out monthly or anything like that. 
uh, not anymore anyways, but uh, I'd like to do, you know, one or two um, origin story issues, I guess, for the eight characters that are on there. Uh, since I've got backstories and everything for them, I just like to see that in print. Uh, so Image Comics, if you're out there listening, you know, get a hold of me when the app goes live. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, I I would like that, and uh, you know, I'll probably end up doing custom action figures uh, of the first ones that I've got on the game now too. Anyway, uh, just because that's something I dabble into. I'm got my fingers in all sorts of stuff creatively. What creativity wise, I guess, yeah. So I'll probably do stuff like that, but uh, yeah, I'd hope for it to do that. You know, Angry Birds kind of stuff wouldn't be bad, or it spins into sequels and cartoons and all sorts of stuff. But I doubt that's going to happen. But you know, it would be fun. I don't know. Anything's <laughs> possible. That's true. Look at TNC Comics; he's already coming out with a book after a year. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe. So, <laughs> I'll donate to you, Corey. Thank you. I need an oh. autographed copy now. Yeah, uh, I'll, Angie, I'll do it. Angie has also done some books, uh, illustrated a bunch of books for people, and actually did her did one for of her own uh, called Buttercup for about our dog, Bulldog. And uh, I can get with you later and tell you about where she went to get it published and all that stuff if you sure. Are yeah, I, I'm taking anybody's advice. Jay helped me out with an email earlier for a couple of sites, but okay, sure, I'll take anything I can get right now. So you, I think that you're uh, in there, Sean. You said it'll take anything. Go for it. Yes. <laughs> Finally. I've been waiting all this time. Uh, so, Jay, do you want to tell us about uh, your project? Uh, well, geeksandgoddesses.com is uh, it's still evolving. Um, I'm uh, trying to design it so that uh, we would fo- feature uh, artists uh, cosplayers and uh, actually small business, small vendors that go to the cons and kind of tell their story and uh, see, you know, what their projects are like. So basically it's, uh, you know, kind of a profile on, on uh, people that we see at the cons, uh, more on the artist alley and the, uh, the uh, vendor side of the, the house rather than the big Hasbro booths or the uh, Marvel booth. So these are the kind of folks that are, you know, up and coming and they have a story to tell. The guys that you make eye contact with and they're like, over here, over here, please God, over here. And uh, they're <laughs> handing, handing out their flyers. It, it's know. like going to, to pick out a dog from the pound. It's just like, there don't make go. eye contact with everyone because you want to bring them all home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they have, they have some fun stuff and, uh, I love going to the conventions and, you know, uh, looking for the new thing. And uh, they, they always have some cool new artists that's coming up or uh, they're coming up with, you know, their own plush toys or their cool own new uh, iPhone app games called Beatdown's Battleground. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs> exactly. Battleground. Right. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Did you no, find, that's, did, that's perfect. Did you find something interesting at San Diego? Uh, I actually did. Uh, I got to meet the Wait, the artist who right? yes, the San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, San Diego Comic Con. I'm going next weekend. It's next weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Did it already get, happen? Get us a booth. <laughs> did it already happen? Really? Son of a bitch! <laughs> okay, Jay. So yeah, what so. Did you find? Uh, I got a chance to meet the uh, the guy who did the uh, end credits for Thor: The Dark World. So when you see the end credits, you'll see um, you know animatics and um, just you know uh, awesome uh, drawings. And so I got to meet the guy who did that. Uh, he had a booth there, and he was just you know telling me about the projects and uh, you know how he got started with Marvel. So you know people like that that have a you know a tie-in with some of the big features you're, you're out there, you know, selling their prints and, you know, talking about their, their, uh, individual upcoming projects. So I thought that was cool. Did you get a chance to interview them or anything for the site or did you just, uh, with no, them? we just, um, uh, we just did a, a, a quick, quick, uh, meet and greet. We didn't really have a chance to sit down. Uh, we were so pressed for time. You know how the con is like nonstop. Oh, yeah. So, uh, we just exchanged cards and, uh, we're going to set up a Q&A um, down the road. Cool. 
What's yes. the next con you plan on attending? Uh, I'm planning to do a couple of local cons. Uh, one is the uh, Baltimore Comic Con that's coming up. And then uh, I'm doing the uh, Small Press Expo, uh, which is a very small, independent uh, show. And uh, they have uh, really people who do mini comics, uh, just just their own art. And uh, I got a chance to go last year, and it's here in Bethesda, Maryland. They just take up one giant ballroom, and it's surprisingly very good. The quality of, of uh, artists and writers and uh, independent publishers there is, is really, really surprising. Where's that at? Uh, it's in Bal- uh, uh, Bethesda, Maryland. I've heard uh, of that from, from infomercials. Yeah. So it's Small Press Expo, SPX is what, they, uh, what they're called. And, uh, you know, they had, last year they had uh, John Lewis, uh, Congressman John Lewis, and he was talking about uh, his book about the uh, civil rights movement. And uh, he had a graphic novel put together about the whole, um, you know, his, his history with the civil rights movement. And, you know, he was out there signing books. Nice. Wow. Yeah, so it's a it's a nice little show, very surprising, and then um, you know I plan to go check it out again uh, this coming September, and then after that I'm going up to New York for the New York Comic Con. Of course, the total opposite of small. <laughs> Can't play favorites. Yeah, I I went to New York Comic Con once, and it was big. I I wasn't I guess I wasn't expecting it. I mean, it's not as big as San Diego, but it was not too far behind so when i i walked in i was just like crap this is big i was i was expecting like a wizard world where you can kind of walk through and see everything in in like two hours and see all the wrestlers in two hours yeah i could <laughs> i could see all the wrestlers watch the iron sheet go nuts yeah I, I could see i could see the third zombie of in the fourth scene of night of the living dead get his autograph for 50 bucks only picture i Jay, do you ever come West Coast for any other conventions besides San Diego? Um, no, just because of the cost right now. I did want to go to um, this one called Designer Con. And uh, I guess that's in Anaheim. And that, what they do is they feature vinyl figures there. So oh, nice. street artists, they're going into, I don't know, maybe their fifth or sixth year now. So uh, very, very cool designer toys there so hopefully i can come out hmm. there and then maybe seattle come out and see you you know check out the emerald city yeah emerald I, city con i've heard emerald city is really good it's getting there supposedly according by attendance it's the fourth biggest con right now there's san diego then new york then c2e2 and then emerald city there's still a uh, poster from or a t-shirt from emerald city a couple years ago that i want that's got the uh of course, Spawn on it and a bunch of the Image Comics characters on the uh, Seattle, whatever that thing's called. Did it have Todd McFarlane's wooden teeth on it? <laughs> the Space Needle? He didn't acknowledge that. <laughs> <laughs> McFarlane's been nothing but good yes. to me. You shut your mouth. No. <laughs> It'd be nice to... Uh... Uh, you guys play it out there. <laughs> I was just going to say, you guys, should come out, you guys should come out sometime to the West Coast. Yeah, oh, yeah, my wife and I are talking about it because some of our friends from here just moved to somewhere in Oregon. Oh, well, I'm glad you narrowed that down. I, I would narrow it down to a state. <laughs> the Oregon Territory there, huh? Right. I, I think he got dysentery on the on the trail uh, to get there. I was just going to say, dysentery. hopefully you don't get dysentery. Yeah, boom, I beat you to the Oregon Trail joke. Yes, you did. <laughs> you shot early. That's my M.O. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I'm looking up where they live now. It's it's in Eagle Point, Oregon. And you probably have no idea where that is. I that's too far away from me. It's about 45 minutes from me, I believe. Oh, you, you know it? I'll have to wow. look it up later if it's the place I think it is. But, uh, yeah, it's not too far. If we ever reach uh, 20 subscribers, we should uh, hit up a panel and have our own panel at C2E2. <laughs> Well, I think that uh, would definitely like three, three, three of them show. You know, Q and A, three three people show up. That's what I think. 
I, I think we could get four. So these 17 subscribers, yeah, my mom would come, I bet. She'd get there. <laughs> so with these 17 subscribers, shout out to you guys. <laughs> Thank you, whoever you are. Uh, you must be getting some mad uh, advertising revenue from this, Sean. So, uh, well, I, I mean, right now, back? right now, I'm uh, negotiating with American Airlines, and I'm also negotiating with Google to buy us out. Okay. Ah. Uh, I say Amazon's kind of holding out for right <laughs> stuff like that and sponsorship until we. Yeah, we're we're going big time. I'm gonna have gold plated teeth soon. Is this thing on? I was gonna say every week you're gonna get a new gold tooth, and it's, we're gonna start realizing you're, you're ripping us off. <laughs> I'm ripping everybody off with my one one gold tooth a week. <laughs> so, so Sean, talk about are you working on anything right now? Do you have any projects going? I do. Yes, exactly. So I guess first I have two things. Uh, first thing is nerdgasms.net. That's the site I've been doing for about a year and a half. Now, yeah, about a year and a half now. It's basically just a site about stuff I like. So, I really, I mean, I know it's, Jay, my app. it's, it's, it. it's about it's about Steve's app, basically. It's a whole site dedicated to it. Before I, I even, <laughs> but his ass, app. too. App. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I know Jay is trying to go more focused on his site, and I just keep getting more broad. So, it's basically everything from comic book reviews to uh, toy and statue reviews to toy news to movie news to anything I like I just post on there because I don't have anybody to answer to um, yeah, my collection it starts in one place and just splinters off into every other direction that's pretty much what it is and uh, I've been lucky enough to uh, I have a friend who does a really large Star Wars website called Yoda's News and so I I ride this coattails as much as possible because he's got because <laughs> he gets like millions of hits and he's got like stout, like tens of thousands of Facebook followers and I just ride those coattails as much as possible. So, you know, I've gotten through the site. I've gotten to do interviews with the guys from Workaholics and um, I've done all kinds of cool things that otherwise I wouldn't have been able to do. And so I just more or less it's for me and. I seem to get a decent number of people that come there and read it, so that's cool too. And and I get people that want to give me money to put ad. I can't complain about it. And the other thing I have going on is I, I have another podcast besides this one. It's called uh, Bill Swirsky Sports Talk Chicago. It's basically uh, a an homage to the old super fans skit from Saturday Night Live. Uh, we know the Dup Bears and. That's uh so it's I have guests on and we talk the Chicago sports teams mainly the uh the the Blackhawks and the Bears. That is so depressing. That's just so good because all right, Corey for some reason lives in as far west as you can go, but he's a Lions fan, so hater wow. haters gonna hate. But uh so yeah, we <laughs> we talk we talk Bears and and it's gonna be great this year because of their Super Bowl run. Um. Because, because you <laughs> run from it. Because you can't stop. You can't stop. We got San Antonio Holmes. We got Brandon Marshall, and we got Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey is awesome, though. I will say that he is awesome. They have a shot. So yeah, that's a that's a site I've been doing. I or a podcast I I've been know, doing. Though. Cutler just gets lazy with the football. I'm telling you, he has looked amazing in the preseason so far. He's really, uh, really come into his own. I'm really excited about the season. But this that podcast is one that I just started doing. Right, right before the NFL draft in May, so it, it's it's pretty new. But it's actually getting a lot of people listening. I've get, uh, I've got hundreds of people listening to that one, and I haven't done any advertising at all. I've had three, well, now two former Chicago Bears and one current Chicago Bear on the show before. I had, oh nice. I had Spice Adams who used to play for the Bears and the 49ers, and now he's the, uh, he does like the pregame show for the Bears. I had Israel Adonage who played for the Lions last year and was a bear up until a couple weeks ago when he got cut. And then uh, I had Martellus Bennett, who is our uh, going to be Pro Bowl tight end. You mean the guy that's already been suspended? <laughs> he has. And I almost had his brother on because his brother was right there with him. And I wanted to interview him about why he didn't want to come to the Bears and wanted to go to the stupid Seattle Seahawks, but he didn't want to be on. So <laughs> I smote him, but, uh, 
so it's been a fun show. So if you want to check that out, it's uh, the website is SwirskySports.com. That's S-W-E-R-S-K-I Sports.com. And it's got, you know, every on there, every available way you can listen to it. Right from the site, you can download it. You can go to Stitcher or iTunes or all the other podcast places. Is so, it live? No, it is. Calls? I well, I actually do have a hotline you can call and leave a message that goes uh-huh. right, right, and we can play it on the air. But I don't do it live. I, I uh-huh. eventually want to get to that point, but unfortunately, I have a job and a pregnant wife and things like that, so I can't I can't set aside a block of time to do it live. So I you usually should just quit your job and play Halo all day. I wish that would be awesome. And I'm looking at where that town is in Oregon, and it's right near Medford. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a little south, but for Erica, I would make the drive. So where are you by? Are you by Eugene? No, I'm all all the way up north. I'm at the Oregon-Washington border. By Tacoma? Portland. By Portland. Oh, I see that. I mean, that looks like... No, that is the Washington-Canada border. I'm looking, and Medford and and Portland, they're only about three inches apart, so that's not a very long trip. No, it's not. I think, I think it's only like an hour or so. I could do that for Erica. You can stay home, Sean. Yeah, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just go south. <laughs> I'll go south to California. Oh, wait, you're coming? Oh, that uh, was just Erica. <laughs> Usually it's his wife that's not coming. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> This is where you're supposed to laugh and go, ha, 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 it's true, Sean. That's where you're supposed to. Um, wah, 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 it's true. Wah, wah. <laughs> Funny because it's true. Uh, rimshothihat.com. That's all I do. And I work. You wanna, if you want me to plug my job. I, I, <laughs> everybody, go make sure you go to Illinois Medicaid and, and sign up for it. <laughs> I love your posts on Facebook, Sean. You have such a, you know, uh, funny twist on some of the, you know, healthcare needs of some people. Yeah, oh. I had one the other day that was, it had like all the stuff about, you know, why they were crazy and all their psychosis. And then it just said, wife has affairs. <laughs> I had another one today and we, on our forms, it just says, what other medications have you tried for this condition? And it put, they would have tried this medication if you would have paid for it. All day long, it's just ridiculous stuff. When, when you get Medicaid involved, you get all kinds of ridiculous people. Hey, Corey, I got a question for you. Okay. Do you uh, find it difficult to find stuff to write about for your comic or not? Or do you have a, um, write a bunch of stuff down as you go? It's, it is in groups or in lumps. Like, I will sit down and hash out like 12 to 14 comic strips. No problem. And then the next time Eric's emailing me going, dude, comic's supposed to be up next week. I need a script. I'm just like, uh, uh, Corey breaks something. Tia gets mad. Go with it. You know, (laughs) something like that. It's, it's, you know, you get writer's block. I mean, it's only four panels, but, uh, you still get writer's block with it. And, and I try, the hard part is if I wanted to be dirty, um, they would write a lot easier but I have a lot of nephews, nieces and nephews that like to read it. And yeah. so I <clears throat> I make sure it's family friendly. You know, there's no cursing. There's not even innuendos. It is just good, old, wholesome, funny. I'm, I'm just really impressed that you haven't resorted to pull my finger yet. Yeah. Speaking no. of uh, clean and no innuendos, uh, I think Corey knows this. Sean might from the old message boards days. But uh, when I was in college, I actually did a daily strip. Uh, comic strip that is. And then they all yelled, put your clothes back on. I did a strip to put myself through college. <laughs> no, I did a, I No did wonder a, you uh, dropped out. That's right. I, uh, it dropped out. Flop. No. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I did a daily strip uh, Monday through Friday uh, for like two years, something like that, a year and a half. And the very first week... Uh, the first day, the Monday that was supposed to be out, I had to have the strip in by like that Saturday or something or that Friday. And I had absolutely no idea what I was going to write for it. 
no ideas written down, nothing drawn. And uh, so I actually went to across the street to a payphone for those kids out there. There's something that was, you know, you go put a quarter in and could call people. Uh, <laughs> but I went across the street uh, from where I lived at the Memorial Union, walked across the street, used a payphone to call a friend of mine uh, to ask her, you know, I forget what I was asking her if she had any ideas or something like that. Uh, she wasn't home, so I hung up the phone. Quarter dropped back out, and I reached my finger in and started grabbing, pulled the quarter out, you know, and instantly got the idea for that my first strip, which uh, it's four panels, shows a telephone there, payphone. Somebody reach up, you know, wiggle his finger around in the little hole, and uh, you know, be like, oh, no quarters, and then leaves, and then the silent panel, and then it shows the phone sitting there, and the phone says pervert. Like the guys, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the phone. and nice. I, I always thought it was funny because had she had answered the phone when I called, that strip would have never, you know, got made because it was an on the spot thing that happened. And I thought it was funny. And I remember my mom called me and, uh, <laughs> had seen the strip and she was like, I read your first strip. And I was like, uh, yeah. And she goes, that's not very Christian like. <laughs> oh. so I, was, I was like, oh man, and I just thought, my mom knows what that was. Kind of weird. But uh, yeah, it was a strip called Out and About because basically it was just stuff that I would think of as I was out and about, you know, stuff that I would see that would be funny to me, kind of stuff. Kind of like a far side, random, no storyline going through it. Uh, I had an idea for one for a story continuing story like tnc does but i uh, never got around to doing it but it was fun to do uh do you have that I, online anywhere uh i post random ones here and there uh but i haven't actually put it out online yet just pictures i've taken of stuff it was all hand-drawn stuff i got all the originals and everything still oh nice between your um between your app and your uh comic strips and Jay's website and Sean's podcast. I know you guys are going to agree with this, but laying in bed and you're trying to go to sleep, and then all of a sudden that idea hits you, and you're like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah that's it. That's the spot right there. I'm going to yeah. write that down in the morning. And then you wake yeah, up I, in the morning and you're like, what the hell was I thinking about? Like that Seinfeld episode. <laughs> My thing is, I have a terrible memory. So I write on sheets of paper all these ideas down. And the, the bad thing is, is I, I make these like really vague notes because I'm like, oh, that'll just jog my memory and I'll remember it. Yeah, like so, chocolate chips. Yeah. So then I'm <laughs> at night, I'm taking like all the notes out of my pockets and my pants and I'm looking. I'm like, what the hell does this mean? Like, <laughs> like what is archaic? Like, why did I write that? You know, I, yeah, I have no idea. Seinfeld episode about that. He writes something down in the middle of the night and then uh, the end of the episode finally remembers what it is. Yes. Or you try, or you think you have some clever little uh, way of remembering, like, if I write down the weight for something, it's 2,144 pounds. Oh, I'll remember that because that's Deion Sanders and Tom Rathman's jersey numbers. And I'll remember Tom Rathman because we have the same birthday. Okay. And you and you devise this way of not forgetting stuff, and then you're like, that made no sense. Yeah, it's, it's totally true. Or I'll be like, okay, well, I wanted to get all this stuff done, so I'm going to stay up really late tonight. And you start doing stuff, and then in the morning you look at it, and you're like, the hell was I sleeping while I'm writing this? Like, yeah. there's all kinds of gibberish, and you post an article with a wrong picture on it, and and you missed half of the lines you meant to write. Yeah, with me doing that strip every single day, it was I carried actually actually carried a little uh, notebook with me, and when I'd see something, I'd write down you know the idea, um, and just draw them from that. I'd go and draw, try to draw like two or three a day in between classes. Now, uh, see, I. I try to do that too, laying in bed. I have a little notebook app on my phone, and uh-huh. I try to do that, but my phone is so bright, Tia rolls over and starts swinging pillows at me when I light up my phone. <laughs> I have the same thing. Erica rolls over, and she's like, Ugh. and I'm like, all right, calm down, calm down. Like Erica does at- that to me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, lo- I'm looking at it right now, and I got T- TNC strip ideas, and I've got three, Dr. Diaper foiled again, book club and second guessing home alone. And I have no idea what two out of the three are. <laughs> <laughs> Those are pretty random. Yeah. yeah. 
the things that go through my head shouldn't be legal. One thing that was funny when I was doing that strip is I found out that, uh, like, it was called Out and About. Uh, like I said, because this stuff is, I was out and about, I find out. I found out like a year into doing it that that was a term going around for being gay. It was some Not big surprising. thing that you know. So I was like, uh, no. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. But no, no, I'm, I'm on the up and up. Yeah. Have you gotten uh notice gotten notice anywhere for the strip at all, Corey? I know you got T shirts and stuff like that. Uh, um what do you mean by notice? Like has anybody contacted me? No. Well I guess I guess when people hear your name they're probably like, Ah, oh, boy meets world, but Yeah, I get that all the time. And now that they've done the spin off of Girl Meets World on Disney Channel, it's just starting yeah. all over again. Has that gotten cancelled yet? Not yet. No, actually I think it got renewed. Oh really? I watched the I watched one episode and it was terrible. Yeah, yeah, I watched the first episode. I didn't really like it that it needs Mr. Feeney. Isn't he dead? N- no. No, I think he's still no. around. I saw uh, Ryder Strong, who was uh, Sean. I saw him at C2E2. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he did a live performance of some podcasts that my friend listens to. Oh, I thought he was outside on the curb with a cardboard sign. (laughs) It was one step away from that. (laughs) I think Mr. Feeney's still doing some Knight Rider commercials. Probably. (laughs) Probably. That blew my mind when I found that out. So when you guys have... All your projects that you're working on, how annoyed do your significant others get? My wife's cool too, <laughs> to a point. My wife is cool as long as I leave her alone. But calling her, hey, come look at this. Hey, what do you think of this? Hey, what about this? Hey, 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 hey. I mean, it's a good thing she's only like 120 pounds because if she weighed 10 more pounds, she'd probably start beating the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, I I get. All right, I'm fine with this, but it's 2:30 in the morning. Go to bed. <laughs> Are you looking? Are you looking at pornography down there? Like, no, I'm. I'm looking up. I don't know nerd stuff. And just like that's worse. That's <laughs> oh, I could just see Erica's face now. What I had met Corey was uh, like when I was doing mine. Uh, since my unusual last name, I was in one of the dorms walking downstairs with a group of friends, and somebody yelled up my name, and somebody that was coming up the stairs next to me was like, looked at me and goes, "Are you the guy that does that strip?" And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, I really like that, you know. And so it was fun to bump into people that I had never met, didn't know, but they knew me from the strip. And like when they heard my name, you know, it'd be like comment on it or something like that. No, uh, I haven't. I haven't had that happen yet. I think if that yeah, happened, probably, I'd probably... probably different. Yeah, it's probably different being on the web. A lot of yeah. it, you know. Well, I and I haven't really been pushing it too much. I mean, yeah. I have the Facebook page, and I actually paid for the website, but. I don't promote it because I feel like I don't really have anything to promote like because I don't have a book and I don't do the artwork myself. Yeah. I feel like I don't really have much to promote. So I'm hoping if the Kickstarter works and I'm able to get a bunch of books, maybe then I'll start going to like the local Portland conventions or something like that and try to push it a little bit more. But right now it's I have an inferiority complex with it. So <laughs> I think all creative types kind of have that. They're like, you know. Somebody else will be like, oh, that's awesome. And you'll be like, it's quiet. It's pissed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just trying exactly. to make me feel good. Yeah. But well, and, uh, they, speaking of feeling like... the best feeling I ever had, uh, sorry to catch you off, Corey, was oh, go ahead. I went in somewhere. I was in the dorms. And somebody's like, hey, I need to go pay this guy for lunch or something like that. Never met the guy. I walk into the dorm room. I'm looking around. On his uh, refrigerator is a cut out one of my strips, pasted up there. Oh man! That's Walk awesome. up there, and I'm like, I'm like, is that? Hey, I, that's mine. <laughs> and he was like, really? He's like, I love that strip. So Should that was it a, down copyright. Yeah, yeah, it's mine. No, but that was a cool feeling because I didn't know the guy from anybody, and to think that there's people out there that liked it enough to pull it out and hang it up on their refrigerator, you know, it was pretty cool to me. And also, uh, my brother went to a Don Mellencamp concert. And before the concert, was talking to the sound guy, and he's looking at the soundboard that the guy is showing him, and on the soundboard is actually one of my strips cut out and taped on there. It was a play mm. on the old Magnavox uh, commercial where the guy's you know sitting in the chair and turns on the stereo and it starts like blowing all of the tables yeah, over and stuff. I remember that. It was one of those where the guys you know basically that for the first three, and then the last one the guy's head rips off. 
<laughs> and so my brother points to it. He didn't tell him that it was his brother or anything. He goes, where'd you get that? And he was like, oh, it's from one of the local papers. He goes, isn't that, isn't that funny? And had it on the soundboard. So I was like, And that's yeah. why we stop at 11. That's right. <laughs> you could have met you could have met Johnny Cougar through that. I met uh, Don Cougar's drummer, uh, old drummer, I guess, because he taught a class there. Anyway, now the the uh, the coolest feeling I've had from TNC was I go on the message boards and we do like the little secret Santa gift box things a couple times a year, and in this last one in the box, the guy had done a laminated Boy Meets World. Uh, using Corey from the comic strips in it. Uh, nice. He he did like five or six fan art comic strips that he drew himself, which I thought were pretty cool. It was Vander? And, yeah, Vander. And then he <laughs> he also took a um, little vinyl figure and painted it up to where it looked like Corey from the comic strip. It had the, gold, the Green Lantern shirt on, and he puttied up a little puff of hair. And, and painted on the goatee, and I, and then he included a flash drive that had like three more comic strips that he had written on it, or that he had drawn all That's for really TNT. Cool. Yeah, I was just like, oh my! I almost had like a little tear in my eye that somebody would go through so much effort for to be a fan of the comic strip and like it that much that they would put that much effort into into fan art. So did you post those on that thread? Uh, yes, I did, and. Oh. Also, with his permission, I'm going to put a couple of them in the book. Nice. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I was just, I was just kind of like, oh, I can't believe someone actually did that, and they're really good. And I didn't freaking think of that. Well, with social media, Corey, we can get TNC up and running, get a fan yeah. following pretty quickly. It's get, it's getting there little by little. I've got uh, four more likes on the Facebook page this week. So. Maybe I'll throw an ad in the uh, Beatdowns Battleground phone app. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And, and this Maybe. is this is off topic, but I just felt I was going to say it anyway. Is last weekend, my wife and I went to this all night flea market. So basically, it goes from like four in the afternoon till four in the morning, and people come in when it starts getting dark with their flashlights and stuff. And we're going through, and I'm just seeing crap, 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 crap. But all I'm looking for is old toys all I care about. And so we get through like 85% of the stupid flea market and there's nothing but crap. And at this point I'm getting annoyed because there's a bunch of annoying people and I'm tired and worked all day. And I'm like, I just want to buy toys. Finally, we go <laughs> into like this, the, the uh, second to last building is a, uh, most of it's outside, but there's like two buildings. We go to the second to last building and, and I walk in and it's nothing but like old horror movie toys and, 80s toys and there's a misfits cover band playing and i'm like all right this is turning around now i saw you post about that yeah yeah so i i ended up i ended up buying a ponch action figure on card which is wow. which is awesome i bought a uh amigo or what what's that is it amigo or one of the three and a quarter three and three quarters it's uh it's amigo but it's uh three and three quarters okay and uh, yeah. I got the the old vintage Voltron figures. I got a uh, Hagar the Witch on card on mint card, and I bought like a the the GI Joe hovercraft, and I got uh, the Brave Star Brave Star Outlaw Scuzz uh, on the uh, original packaging, really good shape. I was like, this is awesome. And then we went to the last building, and Ernie Hudson was there signing autographs with the uh, Ecto One. Nice. Wow! And, wait, wait. At the flea market? Yeah, and Timmy from Lassie was there too. <laughs> wow. like so random. Now? He was old. See, I can't ever find anything like that. Like, you want to see something depressing? Join some of the uh, groups on Facebook for vintage toys, and look at some of the stuff that they come home with, and they're like, "Hey, just found this at a garage sale. It only cost me fifty bucks." And they've got like eight mask toys and ten GI Joe tanks with about. 85 G.I. Joe figures and four Transformers. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, I can't even find like a mega block yeah. <laughs> around here. And these guys are finding like television worthy stuff. I mean, yep. I, I, you know, the, the thing is, is these wasn't, they weren't steals, but they were, they were still pretty decent deals. And uh, I was really excited, but this is a pretty big flea market. And, uh, and then in a couple of weeks, it, 
in uh, well, in October, there's the Kane County Toy Show, which is supposed to be the world's biggest toy-only show. Have you ever been there? Uh, yeah, I went there. I've been there twice. The weekend of C2E2 last year wasn't that good, but the one before it was fantastic. Right. I spent way too much money. <laughs> I mean, basically, they're, I mean, Toy Hunter was there filming, and they have basically all kind, any toy you've ever imagined they have there. Like, I saw a guy with a, a great uh, Garzoo in, on, in uh, the box. Um, old board games that I forgot that existed. Like I took a licking from a chicken and <laughs> uh, Star Wars cards, figures on card. Like it's just, it's pretty amazing. It's like nine buildings of just packed with vintage toys. Yeah. I probably haven't been there in over 10 years. So I'm yeah. due to go back. So yeah, well, you know, you should come up. It's not that far of a drive and, and uh, I'll bring some Danish random <laughs> <laughs> All right, punch punch and pie. Everybody likes punch and pie. Like, is that a deal? <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now. Uh, so does anybody else have anything they want to add? I think we're done for the evening. All right. Mm-hmm. So I think we're good. Uh, so this is uh, Sean from Nerdgasms.net, and we have Jay from Geeks and Goddesses, and Steve. <laughs> Steve, you want to plug your your new app? Beat down the battleground. And Corey from TNC Comics. Uh, we are signing off, and thanks for checking out this episode.